Welcome to Healthy Impressions with Anthony and Jason, brought to you by the Chief Wellness Officer Center. It takes a few steps to make a healthy impression. Well, good morning. Uh, it's Anthony Rodrigo here from the CWO Center with my friend Jason Julian. And, uh, you know, when we're talking about uh, the CWO Center, we are reinforcing that we're, we're really just thinking about health and, and all things health encompassing. When we look at an employee uh, and an employer relationship or an association uh, relationship. And, you know, we, we've been talking about things like prevention and self-directed wellness. And, you know, just to remind everybody, you know, prevention is taking a look at whatever you're doing and saying, okay, you know, I don't want to, I, I want to maybe navigate away from a possible preventable bad thing that's going to happen, you know, or maybe something that's not so favorable for you uh, in your work. And, you know, today we're talking about our health. So, Prevention on a health perspective really kind of speaks to what is available to us as employees and as citizens of Ontario and Canada when we encounter an illness. So COVID has really shone a, a light on how desperate hospital systems can become, how funding for taking care of yourself has become a you know, forefront for people to consider. And in Ontario and in Canada, we have things called provincial health insurance plans. And in Ontario, it's called OHIP, Ontario Health Insurance Plans. And a lot of, a lot of us just kind of take it for granted. And we, we take a look and we, we enjoy a, a hospital system that is amazing. And the services that are covered by OHIP are available online. And you can see, I think the, the caveat that everyone should really take a look at is only medically necessary procedures are available to you where the cost is already taken care of. So if you happen to get a, so one in three Canadians, one in five Canadians, one in seven Canadians, depending on where you're looking, encounter an illness diagnosis such and survive such as cancer, such as heart attacks and strokes. Alzheimer's and Parkinson's are starting to creep up in terms of numbers, rising diagnoses, and surviving. And so where does that leave Canadians? What, what happens to them? And if you're working inside an employee makeup, you know, what coverage is there in place? So Jason, you know, we're talking about critical illness insurance now, and this is one of the pillars of our program in wellness. What are we seeing inside of uh, employee groups? Yeah, thanks, Anthony. Hello to our uh, our listeners again. We're always grateful for your participation and in, in listening to our podcast. Um, yeah, here's what I've seen in uh, just in the last 15 years. Um, you know, I've I've been in the business for 30 years, but just let's go. Let's just take a, a slice of of half of that uh, to see what is in these benefit plans. And typically, Anthony, what we're going to see is is long term disability. So there are there's going to be a good portion of of employer groups that are going to have LTD, long-term disability. So if you are uh, injured or have a sickness, uh, whether it's on the job or at home, and that is a duration of 119, 121 days, uh, you will then go on long-term disability insurance and you'll get about, you know, almost 67% of your pre-disability income uh, to be able to, you know, cover your your bills. Uh, so, I mean, that's in play that I see in some of the uh, employer groups and, and some of the larger ones will have even a short-term disability and, you know, that'll cover you uh, a lot of times, you know, from the first, first week 
uh, and then it'll bridge you to long-term disability. Where I believe, and of course, mandatory that we see in, the, in these employer group plans is, is life insurance. Uh, so uh, sometimes you'll see um, one times annual earnings, but the norm is usually about $25,000 per employee that they'll have uh, $10,000 coverage for spouse and $5,000 for uh, dependent uh, child. Th those are mandatory. You have to take them on a, on a benefits plan. And where the, you know, sometimes the confusion is or just my frustration in, in the business because uh, both, you know, and you and I, Anthony, love critical illness insurance. Uh, you know, there is a product called group critical illness insurance. Uh, and I just find it mind dumbing. I just can't figure out why employers pass on this valuable benefit. So without hesitation, and again, that mandatory life insurance component of a benefits plan is added. And yet critical illness is equally as important. So where life insurance will will pay out when you know, a spouse passes away uh, and, and a check is delivered to that widowed spouse to help you know, protect you know, bill payments, lifestyle, special treatment. And there's the, the time element, like when is that money going to, to run out? So, hey, that's, that's great that that's there. What about uh, when you know, a critical illness strikes, the time to properly recover and not rush back uh, to work when you're not 100% coverage? That money is going to be very much needed. So here's a, here's a quick story of a recent uh, company. So it was the second year giving the uh, renewal and, uh, and, and you go through a, just a quick audit of, of employee census and the plan design and, and you know, the renewal rates and, and all that uh, fun stuff. Uh, but uh, you know, when there's no critical illness insurance in, in place, we always bring it up. And you know, uh, this particular company was the second year proposing group critical illness for the employees. And he said, yes, this year, and then we got an email saying, uh, you know, let's put that off to next year, which would, you know, be 2022. So, well, I, I got a call from one of my partners informed me that one of his staff members, uh, you know, one the owner was very close to since high school, believe it or not, uh, was diagnosed with stage four cancer. So he, he asked if there's anything, so in, in a sheer panic, asked if there's anything in the benefits plan that would help him. I mean, you know, your benefits plan will cover for, you know, drugs and we'll cover for, you know, a limit on physiotherapy and, and things like that. And even wigs for cancer treatment uh, too. So those are in a, a benefits plan, but nothing that he was looking for that he was quoted, which will inject dollars, you know, 30 days after surviving uh, a critical illness that they could use. So he, the owner felt simply sick to his stomach and, you know, that he procrastinated implementing coverage for, the, uh, for critical illness. So here's the alternative that I always see. And you may know as well, which is setting up a GoFundMe page, which is what they did. Uh, you know, however, all this could have been avoided with a, a plan in place. You know, that would have been very affordable. Like these these costs are are not much at all for just a typical ten thousand, twenty five thousand dollars of of coverage. So that's that's you know why it's one of the the pillars of the CWO Center, and and we try to lead with one of those uh, pillars. I mean, you know, there are webinars I've attended where some EAP employee assistance programs. Uh, have added a financial component as one of their pillars of wellness. But let's face it, you know, money matters. Uh, you know, they affect everything in our health and well-being. Uh, however, you know, these EAP programs, like, like this one in particular, was offering financial counseling. Now, that's good, uh, and that's a great first step. But how do you manage the money you don't have but need at the time of a critical illness? Stressors on the, the mind and the body, the bill payments and treatment, the focus should always be on recovery. Inject a lump sum of money if and when a critical illness strikes and give 
the peace of mind to pull all, put all your energy and thought and effort into your recovery. It really is that, Anthony, that I got your back type of a, a product and coverage. So, but that's what I'm seeing. It, it's sad that very few employers are embracing critical illness. And I, I can't put my finger on what is it just poorly marketed by the benefit consultants, not understood, a combination of, of both, but there certainly needs to be uh, some radical change because it, it's, it's a product that is needed out there, which is why it's one of our pillars. Wow. That, that's, you brought up some really, really great points, basic points for us to consider. So let me give it back to you. Basically, in an employee package, life insurance is included, but we know that life insurance in a group situation pays out less than 3%. Often people move on. And I think what, the, what people should hear is, is that if you're at your workplace and you have some life insurance there, it's usually maybe one or two times your salary. And that amount is only there with you while you're with your company. You can take it with you in an individual. So you'd have to, you'd have to convert that to an individual plan and pay at your age, or you'll just lose the coverage altogether. Is that correct? Yeah, exactly. I was treated uh, group life insurance. I, I would tell uh, you know clients and employees. I say, I mean, that's bonus uh, uh, life insurance money. You know, employers should never be responsible for the life insurance uh, protection of their staff members. It's, it's. I mean, it's it's nice to have it. It'll, it'll you know cover the cost of final expenses, funeral costs, and, and what have you. But really, the onus is on the individual. Uh, to be responsible enough to put the proper insurance, life insurance coverage uh, place for their, for their family to protect that lifestyle long-term, not just have that money run out uh, in the first year. So yes, that's, that's what I, what, uh, you know, I would see. And the, and the same would go true with, with critical illness. I mean, an employer will, can probably put a, a, a small amount on, but you may want to top up that coverage with an individual plan of your own, which, which you can do. You can have more than one uh, insurance policy here. Thank you. And, you know, one of the, I think one of the points that's being made here is, is that, you know, we Canadians are not really sure what different insurances do. We seem to be inundated with insurance and we seem to have an understanding that if you don't use the insurance, then you're just paying premiums into nothing. And I, you know, I kind of get that because, you know, I've, I've had my share of insurances and continue to, but what we're seeing in health is, we're seeing that people are needing to recover their health across all age groups from zero to 100 with these diagnoses. So if we know that cancer, heart attack, stroke, again, some of the neurological Alzheimer's and Parkinson's are, are prevalent as they are, then critical illness insurance really is about recovering your health. This is, it's, it's about giving you an injection of money uh, in a lump sum versus a disability payment, which is on a monthly. And I believe, Jason, you can correct me, I believe you have to keep qualifying for the disability insurance. Yes, you do. Actually, the, the first uh, 24 months, so the first two years, they the insurance companies want to determine with reports that uh, have to come from your doctor working liaison with a uh, an insurance carrier's representative. They want to see if you cannot work the uh, substantial duties of your own occupation. So if you cannot do the most important parts of what your job was, you're going to have your uh, long-term disability payments 
uh, you know, pretty much again, they'll, they'll recheck after 12 months to determine that own occupation clause, as we call it. And then after 24 months, another reassessment, a major reassessment is coming to see if you cannot work any occupation. And a, a lot of oh. times that's where those claims will, you know, will, will stop, you know, so I mean, insurance company uh, is for the most part trying to get uh, you off claim, uh, because if you don't fit that definition, well, then you're not no longer going to qualify. And of course, the end goal is to get you back uh, to good health, get you back to work, uh, but certainly get you back to work, not rushing you, but optimal, optimally, which is why I think critical illness is so valuable. But yes, Anthony, to your, your question, you do have to requalify for disability insurance. Yeah, thank you. And, and for critical illness insurance, you don't. What you have is you have a definition that has to be met. And that definition is signed off by a medical authority saying and confirming that you have encountered this illness diagnosis. And then depending on the illness, there's only two that are outside or three are that are outside of the, uh, the 30 day, uh, after 30 days of surviving or 180 days after surviving, your benefit is paid in one lump sum. Uh, currently in Canada, it's tax-free. Yeah. And that's a good point to, to make Anthony as well. I mean, you know, in Canada, that's how uh, that is received. I mean, uh, I'm not uh, quite sure on the U S or even the UK where critical illness is, is very popular uh, as well, but uh, in either way, I mean, the product is very valuable. It's worth looking into. And, and, and Anthony, if I can ask you where, where are most of the claims coming from and what can the monies be used for? This is so great. You know, the actual terminology that comes with a critical illness plan is that you get a lump sum amount of money that you have chosen. So it's the person who's applying for the product. If it's in an individual uh, program, there's, there are medical questions that you have to answer about your health, about your family's health. And if you're in a group situation, often you don't have to answer those questions. You're just, you're just accepted into the group. And heart attacks, cancers, strokes are really at about the 85% plus accounting for the illness diagnosis that are paying out for. And again, this is across all age groups. Right, good. And, and I would always tell uh, 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 clients, because I mean, they'd ask me, you know, you know, as you mentioned, what can the money be used for? I mean, they're not asking for the insurance companies giving a lump sum. They're not asking for receipts for what those monies go towards. And I think a lot of times, you know, we can focus on what the, the stats of the chances of having a heart attack or stroke or cancer. I mean, I, I think, you know, we've been very much educated well enough over the years to know this stuff exists or one of our loved ones, family, friend or acquaintance, we know that has suffered a heart attack and stroke and cancer. So we can see what it has done to uh, one of our family's members that I may mention in our first podcast, my twin brother, Darren had a heart attack at the age of 42 and uh, is on a host of pills. And again, however, uh, did have a, a critical illness policy that I, I sold him and uh, used those monies towards his, his new home. Uh, it helped him as well to give him uh, some, a couple of weeks off before he went back uh, to work. But again, it, it lessens the stress of going back to work, not fully recovered. That's what we want to make sure that our listeners understand is that you know you, you have control now. So the power is in your hand with the critical illness policy. You don't have to worry about your bills and that you can actually allow the body to relax, recover properly, and then get you back 100% back into the game rather than at 70% 
back in the game. So I've seen it happen in, in my life on, on many occasions, especially because I'm in industry and, and I, I sell uh, critical illness insurance. But hey, if, if, if you felt for your therapy that a hot tub would be good for your recovery, then you go out and you buy a hot tub. Some people here in, in Ontario, uh, they use some of the money and then they go rather than waiting in line for an MRI, they go pay for an MRI in, in Buffalo. And some decide because of the type of cancer they have, they want some special treatment off in Australia. Well, you've got the the money that you can go and, and do that. And others, they're just grateful. They've got an injection of money that can cover their mortgage for the next, you know, three, four months. They don't have to worry about that. So there's a, a, a large array of, of things that you can plan for with this injection of, of money, but it is injected when it's needed most. And that's why, you know, we, we, we so love having this product as a, a pillar and a foundation in any sound financial, financial plan. But what, what are some things though, to look for Anthony in a, in a group critical illness plans? Are they all created equally? It is worth repeating. There are no conditions. If you meet the medical condition and there is a benefit paid, that lump sum check that comes to you is up to you on how you spend it. So if you decide that you want to do anything with it, <laughs> you can you can go on a holiday, you can not go on a holiday, you can give it to your friend, you can do whatever you want with it. Yeah, I had, uh, a, I had, a, I had a client, actually my first claim, uh, was he was a, a dental hygienist and uh, couldn't qualify for his own individual disability policy, but he yeah. could qualify for critical illness. So he begrudgingly took the coverage and it was mm-hmm. uh, $75,000 of coverage. And he uh, was diagnosed uh, probably about um, eight to 12 months later with testicular cancer. And uh, he came back unbeknownst uh, you know, to me, told me, we went, went through the claim uh, process and, uh, you know, he received his money. And then I think about three months after that, uh, he came back and he drove up in a Corvette and he said, Hey, uh, <laughs> thanks. Thanks so much for uh, that critical illness policy, Jason. I really uh, owe you a ton of thanks. Uh, you know, I gave you a, lot, a hard time, uh, you know, purchasing uh, the coverage, but I was, I was so grateful that uh, you were there to, to put that coverage in place. So, I mean, there you go. I mean, he, he bought himself a a Corvette with the money showing that, you know, you can put it towards wherever you want. If that was uh, a part of his recovery, then good for him. That's awesome. And so uh, one of the biggest obstacles I think for all of us is that we never believe that it's going to happen to us. And so, uh, you know, with or without a family history, you know, if I pick on cardiovascular disease and heart attacks, you know, they call it a silent killer because it just, it kind of creeps up on people. And so it starts very early in your life, you know, sediment coming down inside your arteries. And, you know, we've all kind of heard, you know, when you're under stress, uh, this can lead to high blood pressure or a heart attack. And so, you know, you think to yourself, well, I'm healthy. I only have a little bit of stress. Well, things are going on in the background and apparently one in three are going on in the background. So it can happen to anybody. Nobody is immune. It doesn't matter what race you are, what age you are, where you work or what you do. Um, and so uh, I think everybody out there already knows uh, Jason and I have uh, been involved in the creation and design of critical illness products, both on the group and individual side. And, you know, Jason, you asked about group definitions and are they all the same? And that, that's a really good question because they're not all the same. And that's where uh, the person, the benefits advisor would be able to distinguish for you, which 
are better and which are not. And why is it important? It's important because you want your claim to pay uh, if, if you have to claim. That, that injection of money, uh, like Jason has clearly pointed out in two different scenarios, really relieved the stress of the people uh, that encountered this. You don't have to think about money right away. You can think about your recovery, and that is really what it's all about. You do get to understand how many out-of-pocket expenses you have uh, by just staying at the hospital. Uh, parking's the first one. You look at the $20 parking for four hours, and you're like, I got to come back here again. Or if you're staying overnight or you know, for a week or whatever you're staying for. So critical illness insurance is an insurance that Canadians should think about to recover their health should they ever have to. Right. You know, and uh, I'll add to that, you know, premiums will definitely vary for sure. Uh, but uh, I'll say the same thing with disability insurance as I will with critical insurance. You are buying a set of definitions and those definitions are going to determine if your claim is going to be paid. So I understand prices is important, but make sure that the benefits consultant also reviews and compares and analyzes on your behalf. That's what they get paid for the, the definitions to make sure that, that they are good. And, and we're going to, I mean, there's so much, this is such a great uh, topic. Uh, it excites both Anthony and I uh, to no end because this is one of our passions, one of our purposes. And, and we're going to have future guests that are going to uh, talk about critical illness insurance in, in greater length, individual and, and group for employers. You know, what could we look for, uh, for our company? How do we go about, uh, getting a, a quote uh, for our company, uh, we can do that as, as well. So we have so much uh, to offer, but we really want to focus, as Anthony and I have mentioned to this podcast, it's for recovery. It's to give you control and power back uh, so that you don't have to worry about uh, rushing back to work. Uh, you can get yourself uh, back in, in good shape because again, you know, when you go back at 50% capacity or 70% capacity, you may even have other things manifest uh, because of not being fully uh, recovered. So we're grateful for your time as always to listen to us. Uh, we look forward to continuing our, our, our podcast and growing our, our listenership. But for today, we're thankful that you joined us and remember it only takes a few steps to make a healthy impression. Talk to you soon. Thanks, Jason. Have a good day, everyone.